Hello, and welcome back to Counterpints. This is your host, Matt. Once again, I am joined by my hosts, Disney expert Jack, Disney non-expert Kevin, and Casey's here too. So uh, this is the second half of our 16-man Disney villain bracket. Go back and check out part one if you have not listened to it. Otherwise, a lot of this is not going to make sense. Um, We won't be doing an introduction section No news, no retractions, no voicemails. We're just getting right into the meat because we have a lot of arguments left to wrap up this bad boy, and we are going to guess it's going to take some time. So to start off this half of the Disney villain bracket, we're going to begin with some beer check-ins. All right, and for our first check-in of the second half of the cast, we've got Kevin. All right, listeners, I have a beer called Yacht Rock. From South Park Brewing Co. here in San Diego. This is the 2017 gold medal winner at the California State Fair. It's a New England Vermont hazy IPA. And it's got a little bit of uh, supporting verbiage on the can that I want to read out to you so you can get the sense of what I'm drinking right now. <laughs> okay. <It> says, <laughs> Bring the whole crew upon your mystery ship because it's not for down to paradise. And once you hit land, the only beer you need is Yacht Rock IPA. This beer will bring you back to the days you were chasing love out on Thunder Island. So kick back and steal away the days with this sublime hop odyssey and all the summer breeze vibes you feel drinking Yacht Rock IPA. Essentially, it's just a reference to a lot of songs. That felt like a poem. Yacht Rock. But the can's pretty, and I like when breweries actually take some time to write a bit on there. (laughs) So, pretty good. I want to go to I want to go to Thunder Island. You might be more home at Fire Island. Hey. <laughs> All right, Casey, you're up next. So I am uh, going to stick with, like I said, I, I have a, a few here from Good River Beer uh, here in Colorado. This is called, and again, like I said, it flows with river. So this is Class 5, which is one of the higher rated uh, rapids that you can raft. Many people can die on Class 5s. I think they go up to class seven or eight, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's a Colorado IPA. What well, it says, a wild ride of hoppiness. And I got to say, it, it gets a 375 on untapped. This is really, really when I wish I had the supporters account <laughs> on untapped because I think it's a little bit better than a 375, but it's not quite a four. So I really wish I could go either by tenths, hundreds, thousands, if, if untapped would let me. Yeah, thousands. Um, <laughs> Only all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I want to get really, 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 really accurate. Really granular um, here. That's that's my goal in life. Really, 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 really accurate. Well, let's see. My beer is actually one that we probably haven't had on this podcast yet. It's from the Unknown. Ooh. It's a brewery in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, this is a first for me. This is a light sour. It's a light Berliner ale. Uh, it kind of just tastes like slightly alcoholic carbonated apple juice um i kind of don't hate it honestly it's better than just your light like pilsner or something like that so it's not bad it has its place and unfortunately i don't have a beer to check in still working on the cinnamonster so before we move to the uh bracket we'll do a recap of round one from part one we have scar um with an easy win over the queen of hearts captain hook with a contentious loss to Stepmother from Cinderella. Ursula taking it over Shan Yu from Mulan very easily. Corella DeVille uh, winning over Hades from Hercules. We have Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty very easily crushing Prince John from Robin Hood. We have Shere Khan from The Jungle Book beating General Ratcliffe from Pocahontas. 
Uh, we had a very contentious round. Jafar from Aladdin against Monstro from Pinocchio. Jafar taking it in a tiebreaker. And lastly, we had Evil Queen, Snow White beating Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, which will bring us to round two, starting with Scar from The Lion King against the stepmother from Cinderella. Let's start with Jack. Yeah, so this is, you know, your classic one versus eight. The eight seed gets in there. Everyone's just like, ooh, is this going to be the first one seed to lose? Well, in this case, no, it's not going to happen uh, stepmother literally has no prayer in this one. She's just an asshole. Scar is a legend. Uh, when you think Disney villains, he's probably the first one that comes to mind, maybe the second, but he absolutely survives this matchup. Put him in the final four. All right. A strong vote for Scar. Let's move on to Kevin. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, this is about subtlety versus uh, just pure force of liony, sinewy talent. And you know what? Ooh. Scar takes this he dies kind of poorly but he also dies in kind of a cool way at the same time just leaping at his enemy there Sinewy. just kind of fell for the old backflip and then devoured <laughs> by his once loyal minions you know he kind of had that coming but mm. he's still a better villain true i'll go next i i'm gonna be honest i've been looking for a way to support the stepmother over scar because i really like the stepmother but can't do it yeah I'm, i gotta admit boys i'm struggling to find that argument a little bit of me wants to be devil's advocate, but Scar's pretty good. You know, he's not quite the balls of the wall badass that Monstro is talking about villains that are animals, but he's an effective villain. He easily dethrones the you know king of the jungle. He banishes his nephew to the, the wastelands, a real cold move, takes over. He's fucking everything up. I mean, once he gets into a direct fight with Simba, who's an adult at that point, sucks ass. But, you know, he's a little more of a conniver, Scar. So he's a really good villain. He's hard to beat. Stepmother's not going to be the one that beats him. So let's move him ahead. Last will be Casey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's just uh, move him on. Scar. <laughs> move him on. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> Next one. All right. So that has Scar move on, uh, leaving Stepmother in round two. So the second matchup, which I think may be a contentious one, is going to be Ursula from The Little Mermaid against Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians. Casey, you'll take first on this one. Okay, so this one is tough. Mm. We all know what Cruella DeVille did to me as a little kid. Um, <laughs> we all know. <laughs> no, but in, in all honesty, she is scary as a motherfucker. Uh, but so is Ursula. You know, the defeat... She fights, but she defeats the, the king, Ariel's father. And she, like, to, I think it was Jack that brought it up earlier. She fucking grows at, like, the very end of the movie. Triples, quadruples, maybe six times in size. I don't know. It, it was a lot, though, as a kid. I remember that. <laughs> but for me, for me, I got to stick to my childhood and what scared the living shit out of me. And the fact that I just love dogs and she wants to murder dogs. Listen. When you're talking about a movie, 100,000 humans could die. Now, granted, they're not actually dying because it's a movie, but they could die. Won't bat an eye. The minute an animal is harmed, doesn't have to die, just harmed in any way, I, I lose it. That, that, that is not okay in my eyes. Yeah, you and, and John Wick, man, you just start capping people. What's it like yeah, being a psychopath? Damn straight. Damn straight. That's just unacceptable. So for that, Gorilla DeVille, you sick Sick bitch. You Cruella move on. All right. So that's one vote for Cruella DeVille. Let's go to Kevin. All right. So for this one, because this is actually a pretty tough matchup, I'm going to come mm. down to the songs that define them. <laughs> okay. Right? 
Sure. And we might come back to this every so often. Here we go. Because this is these are Disney brackets. So, you know, they're going to have songs. Song All battle. Right. So I think you have Poor Unfortunate Souls for mm-hmm. Ursula, you know, about people just in agony and how apparently she can help them. I think that's the gist of it. Correct me if I'm wrong there, boys. Uh, and then you have the Cruella de Vil, which I had to look up the song because I kind of forgot what it was. But as soon as I read the lyrics, it came shooting back to me, you know. Yeah. It's, you know, Cruella DeVille, if she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. It's a bit more um, sing-songy, but also definitely very menacing. <laughs> Poor Unfortunate Souls was just a terrifying, like, montage scene of everything that it's like, oh, my God, she's re- sounds like she's really helpful. But no, she's the worst. Ursula is the worst. And by that, I mean the best. Hey, my vote. All right. The winner of the song battle is Ursula from The Little Mermaid. I'll go third. I guess for me, instead of songs, it comes down to a matter of effectiveness as a villain. I think that Cruella DeVille gets a lot of points and is high in this bracket because of her motivations of wanting to slaughter small puppies, which, to be fair, is a very, very dark motivator for a villain. However, beyond her motivation, she kind of generally sucks. Like, she doesn't really do much. Her minions are both idiots she spends the whole movie trying to track down a pack of 100 dogs. I don't know how the hell you couldn't find 100 dogs in the middle of the, middle of the woods. Easy. Go around Los Angeles and see the herds of chihuahuas. There you, go. <laughs> there you go. So the, the problem is for me, she, she doesn't really deliver on the initial menace of her motivator, which again is very dark. Ursula, on the other hand, I generally think is pretty badass throughout the film. You know, she is a sea witch. She fucks with Ariel by taking away her voice. She steals King Neptune's trident, grows huge, summoning storms in the ocean. I mean, she is delivering on that threat, I think, a lot more effectively than Cruella DeVille ever did. And the only way they took her down was by ramming an entire fucking ship through her, which, again, is awesome. That's a great, great death. So to me, I definitely would go with Ursula over Cruella DeVille, which will give us two Ursula, one Cruella DeVille. Let's go, Jack. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. I'm glad I got to go last because I have been going back and forth this whole time. Casey made a great argument for Cruella DeVille, so I was definitely going Cruella DeVille. Then you guys make a great argument for Ursula. So clearly now I have to go Ursula, but now I'm going back and forth because she's (laughs) a dog killer. This is a whole nightmare. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to it, I think some of the best things about Disney villains are when they just freaking turn into other things. And when <laughs> Ursula just gets freaking huge and just turns into the sea wit or the sea witch that she is, that is heart stopping. And it's just true Disney villain mania at its finest. And I think I'm going to spare us the tiebreaker here and I'm going to go with Ursula into the next round. All right. No, I'm not surprised. You had me me going there. These are both strong ones, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I I felt like I was going to be the potentially the lone wolf on this one. And I know I'm going back to like my childhood. And that's what scared the living shit out of me was that bitch. But uh, I get it. You know, Ursula, you're right. She she transforms. She's got magical powers like that shit. She's got those fucking eels that. I, I'm not a big eel fan either. They are, they are so. kind of spooky. And then yeah. she, they, aren't they? Transforms herself into like a, doesn't she like steal her voice or something like that? Right. She makes her bargain with her for, for her legs. She yeah. takes her voice. Her voice. She's horrible. Yeah. She's horrific. She's a threat. Yeah, to I, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not mad or upset with this. This was a tough one. Really I'll, tough. I'll, I'll say this, Casey. As a scuba diver, eels are assholes. 
Those are, those are they were, really? And those were moray eagles. Really? They will they will bite the fuck out of you if you go near yes. where they're resting in a reef. Watch out for moray. Eagles. Don't don't put your fingers in their holes. Well, the answer. What am I supposed All to do? Right. Not, that that was come on, Jesus! Come on! No, no, they hide in crevices in rocks. You don't go near them. You don't go sticking your hand or face in there. All right. All right, Kevin. Crevices. You're, you're off the word. pod. I do have a question. I do have a question. I guess this is for Matt since he's. Kevin, are you a, a certified Kevin diver? Dives as well. I, I, I am. Yeah. Okay, so maybe this is for you two. I'm guessing, Jack, you're not. You're with me. We unless you can dive ball pits at at uh, at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. No. <laughs> and I and I do. And, all right. Well, then we're all we're all certified divers. It's a lot more dangerous than the ocean. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, we're all certified divers here. Then, but do the electric eels? And I, forgive me for not knowing the difference between the uh, eel you just said and a normal eel or anything else. In through your wetsuit, can you be shocked, or does that prevent the current? I guess is what I'm asking. I can't wait to after retract this. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty positive that usually electric eels are freshwater based. I don't think you see those in the ocean. And my guess Got is they, they they have a pretty strong current. I would imagine it is not going to be negated by a wetsuit. I wouldn't grab one of those. Yeah. Plus, you know, your hands are exposed, your face, your neck is exposed. Plus, the wetsuit has a layer of water underneath it. Just speculating yeah. here on based on no, no background. Kevin, is neoprene rubber base? Would it provide any resistance to electricity? Yeah, but you've got a water exchange. Yeah, essentially. Well, a, a little water. bit of water exchange. <laughs> unless, with, it, unless the dry suit. Uh, uh. Uh, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to try this out. Go rent the dry suit. Okay. If I were a betting man, <laughs> yeah, no. anyone have an eel? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Matt, uh, let's suit up. Uh, we'll find electric eel and we'll uh, listeners. Um, if you have an electric eel, please send it to the following PO box. Thank you. I would. I'd, I'd be a lot more concerned about a mora eel. Those things will take a fucking chunk out of your face. Not interested. Yeah, they have you know long teeth that kind of curve backwards. So when Oof. you bite in, you, just, you can't pull them out because you pull yeah. their teeth against the direction. It's it's gnarly. Yeah. However, though, there are some like friendly ones that will yeah. swim swim around on you. They just as long as you don't some eels them, are fine. fine. It's the same kind of deal with like octopi and sharks for the most part. Most of the sharks are, don't really give a shit about humans because they're mostly small. True. Okay. With that, Ursula will move ahead of Cruella DeVille. And we'll move on to the next round, which is Maleficent against Sheer Khan. I'll go first on this one. I, I'm going to say I, I actually was talking to a friend of the pod, Ed, about this, who's also a big Maleficent fan. I really like Maleficent a lot. She is I was actually talking to my roommate about this as well. It's kind of a funny way that movie starts uh, Sleeping Beauty in that really Sleeping Beauty is born. Maleficent shows up to like the party they have at her birth for really no reason and just says, hey, by the way, she's going to die when she's 16, pricks her finger. And it's really a really a fuck you move that I think I respect for a villain. Again, I don't know the motivator. She just hates that fucking baby. I mean, good for her. I don't like babies either, but. She's a really cool villain. I like her design a lot. I'm secretly kind of into her. She turns into a fucking dragon. She has a lot of great magical power. She gets burst into flames, you know, summon lightning storms and make giant forests of thorns appear out of nowhere to stop the prince. I mean, she is, she's got quite the, um, quite the repertoire. Uh, in, in my mind, is one of the more kind of better embodiments of evil in a Disney villain. The only reason she really gets stopped is because of a lot of bullshit kind of deus ex machina with the, with the fairies. Prince, the prince doesn't really do anything particularly skillful. He just has like a support network of magical fairies backing him up. So I think she kind of gets unfair treatment of that movie. Shere Khan, on the other hand, 
I think they do a really good job building up as very threatening. A little bit reminds me of the ones of the 1970 movie Alien, where half the movie is just building up the alien. But when it's actually in the movie, it's kind of like an unthreatening, rubbery nightmare sometimes. And that's kind of what happens to Shere Khan. When he actually is in the movie and he tries to kill Mowgli, it's kind of a shit show. The, the bear, Baloo, just holds onto his tail for the whole fight. Mowgli go gets a flaming branch, ties it to his tail, and that's it. That's the whole fight. It's like Shere Khan did not deliver on all the menace that they built up. So I'm absolutely giving this to Maleficent. Very easy one. Let's go to Jack. Let's not uh, badmouth Prince Philip here. He's he's a hero. He's a legend. <laughs> and, uh, the the fairies that help him. Shout out Meriwether. You're a G. Uh, just an absolute classic. Um, again, I love the Disney villains that turn into things. And Maleficent <laughs> turning into a dragon just was one of the moments of my childhood that I will yeah. never, ever forget. I was obsessed with it. I could not stop watching it. I love that. I loved that movie as a kid. It's probably my favorite Disney movie. It's Sleeping Beauty than Pinocchio. Really? Um, I friggin' love it. It's great. And when you're just talking about villains, yeah, Maleficent moves on easily here. Sure, like Matt said, Shere Khan's buildup is awesome. You're expecting just an absolute force. And he is until he actually has to fight. And then he's a mouse. Whereas Maleficent mm-hmm. is a fucking dragon. Put her into the next round. Yeah, like like the prince is barely able to survive that encounter. He's getting smashed by lightning and the dragon and the thorn. And it's just constant. I mean, she's very threatening. Yeah, if I had to deal with thorns, I probably would have bowed out. Like, Aurora, <laughs> good luck. Have a nice life. Hey, see ya. I could, there's other girls in the kingdom. Thanks. Well, let's go to Casey. What do you think? Yeah, so I just want to touch on one thing real quick. I'm pretty sure Maleficent is supposed to be the godmother. Right? Like the evil godmother? I don't I think. I think. Is it said in the original movie? I feel like they I do don't remember it. it, but I feel like I've heard that somewhere. You might let me, be right. Let's go let to our fact checker. His name is Google. One second. Uh, Google. Uh, Google's on the line. Google, what do you think? Uh, no, Google's out for comment. Okay. Casey, continue. Uh, okay, I have it here. Going off the Wikipedia. I'm sorry. It was the first thing that came up, so sue I've, me. I've heard of it. Second paragraph, it does say, Maleficent is based off the evil fairy godmother character in Charles... Peralt's fairy tale Sleeping Beauty. So I'm guessing that's right, but I I don't know. What, what are you saying? She's the god. She's the she's in Any the person. source material is what it's based off. Correct. I don't think they say it, it in the movie. Correct. And I I'm just I thought I'd heard that somewhere. So I, again, it's Wikipedia. You know, Joe Schmo can fucking put that shit into reality. So um, just something I thought of. Anyway, regardless, mm-hmm. I agree. The when she turns into a fucking dragon, like. Good night. Everyone just go home. That's the movie. Like, we should have just stopped there. You know, there's, I know she gets defeated, but it's, it's a fairy tale. Everything's going to, every bad thing is going to get defeated because what would it be if Disney allowed a bad person to win? People wouldn't buy it. Plain and simple. I would. Um, <laughs> what'd you say? I said, I would. <laughs> I would. Uh, of course you would. Now, Shere Khan, listen, tigers are scary. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Even the Tiger King is scared of tigers. He just likes to play with them and whatever. But, you know, he even lost to them. That being said, though, I agree with Matt's statement. He really, like, the buildup is fantastic. The buildup is unreal. Everyone is so afraid of him. You know, they got to go take Mowgli back to a a human colony because he's come out and said that he'll kill him. Mm -hmm. 
But then the fight happens, and you're right. It is so anticlimactic. It sucked. In my opinion. So for that, well, not just that, but also just the fact that Maleficent is a scary, scary bad mamma jamma. Uh, I'm going to go with Maleficent moves on. <laughs> All right. That's three for Maleficent. Kevin, fourth vote. Yeah, we're just going to make this an easy sweep. Put Maleficent through for the reasons of why reasons that all my other hosts have given Mm. fun fact for you though Mm -hmm. uh, as i was reading the wikipedia page she was voiced by eleanor oddly who also voiced lady tremaine oh all right there you go kind of similar character in a way also also fun fact anyone who has done the haunted mansion at disney world if you've ever seen that little crystal ball that is also the voice of maleficent oh yeah Yep, the little voice in the crystal ball is the same voice. Interesting. I know, speaking of voice actor trivia in Jungle, the Jungle Book, I was immediately recognized the voice of Ka the Python is the guy who did the original Winnie the Pooh. I mean, it's like identical. Listening to him talk, I'm like, wait, is that Winnie the Pooh? And I looked it up. Yep. <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's a and weird those one. are like so polar opposite yeah, right? to an extent. <laughs> yeah, it is unreal. Yeah, yeah I was, me uh, either. Uh, so it's a very distinct voice. You're like, I could, I could picture him saying like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a grumpy old bear." You're like, wait, oh, what yeah. else happened? Winnie the Pooh bracket coming soon. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh would solo this bracket. Best Disney villain. Okay, so with that, could Maleficent- you imagine if we just spent an entire? I want to say this because there's yeah. so many good things about Disney, right? Like they just pump out unbelievable aspects, right? And I know over time they've bought more and obviously grown. Yep. But God damn. Like, for instance, we're talking about Snow White and the Seven Doors almost 100 years later. Almost. We're about 80 years later. That's insane to me. That is really, really insane. That movie came out two years, two years before The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) Yeah. Also, also two years before World War II started. Yeah. I mean, what's that? (laughs) Hold on. Okay. We're going to have a history lesson for Jack. Hold on. All right. It's just so insane to me that we continue, and they're still irrelevant to today. It it blows my mind. It's why it was was a very interesting movie to watch recently, because it's a movie from, again, as you're saying, it's over 80 years old at this point. It came out in 1937. It's just really impressive to see it. Like, you know, there was so little, there was very little even in the realm of, like, color movies at that point. So Yeah, and we're all going to show our kids that movie. There's, like, not a doubt in my mind. It, just, it blows my mind. It's not I mean, my favorite. There, 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 there may be some doubts that some of us have kids, but if we had them, we'd show it. I'll show them to your. I'll show it to your Fair. kids, Casey, when I'm your creepy uncle. All right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't be there with them. Oh, okay, got it. it. <laughs> I'll bring cigarettes and baloney. <laughs> kids love baloney. I know that for a fact. And with that, we will move on to our last matchup of the second round. We have Jafar from Aladdin against the Evil Queen slash Hag of Snow White. Let's move to Casey. So this is a tough one is it? Uh, for me. I, I, I think so. You know, they're, I, I love Aladdin. I really, really do. It, it is, it's up there in my top three, I think, of all time Disney. Maybe it's just I just loved uh, the genie and Robin Williams. I don't fucking know. But um, it's a really, really good movie. Now, side note, the new remake, Trash. I, and I like Will, Will Smith a lot. He's one of my uh, I think most underrated actors, horrible. It just, and I get like, you sometimes have to forget that you can't compare Robin Williams and, and Will Smith. And he, he even said that he can't, but anyway, that aside, Aladdin is one of my top three, the 
the 2D animated is one of my top three, I would say. It's a good one. But like I was just saying, we will be watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs for, I mean, almost 100 years now coming up in, in about 17 more years. Who knows how much longer we'll be, we'll be watching. We'll be showing it to our kids and things of that nature. And it's, a lot of it has to do with how deceitful she is as the hag. Like she changes her appearance. She, she tries to point, well, she does poison her. Now, granted, I get Matt's argument from last round or the round before of, yeah, but the, the, the way they go around it was with kiss from their true love or whatever. I get that. I truly, truly get that. But the doors themselves are, are fantastic. Everything about that is fantastic. And I love the fact that she got played by her minion who lied to her, said, oh, yeah, I killed her. Uh, here's her heart, but it was a pig heart. Nah, not nah, you didn't. You're done. And the fact that she like loves the animals of the the forest is fantastic, and they kind of help her. Uh, but you can definitely tell that it's an older movie. But Jafar, the dude, once he gets to genie and he gets that magic staff, is scary AF. And he's got a great little—is oh, it a parrot, right, or a toucan? Parrot. Yeah, it's, it's a parrot. Tiago. Parrot. Right? Tiago. Fucking fantastic. Gilbert great Godfrey. Little... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also. Funny motherfucker, that guy. Um, (laughs) But he's got the great little sidekick, which is something that I don't think the hag had when she, you know, obviously transformed because she got played by her own sidekick. Did she ever grow briefly as a sidekick a little bit? Oh, you're right. She did. She did. She had two. Are you sure? I thought thought she had two little birds. I don't think. When she turned into a hag, I think there was. No, no, no. They're vultures. I'm pretty sure they're vultures, aren't they? Hmm. Google, help us. All right, hold on. Yeah, Google. Google it up. I think they're vultures. Yes, yeah, she has a raven. Oh, a raven. Yes. Okay. Yes. Does she have one or two? One. Oh, man. It's, it's, only, it's, it's like briefly in the movie. It's not like... Yeah. It's, it's Who not do the, I remember it's the not, vultures it's, from? It's not really a sidekick. Splash Mountain. There you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I think they're in the Jungle Book, aren't they? There's four vultures in the Jungle Book. And, and I think uh, they're okay. supposed Maybe to be... I'm- and I think they're supposed to be the Beatles, because one of them is definitely Ringo Starr. Very weird. Oh, really? Ah, see? Learn something new every day. Yeah, right. really, really do. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. That, with all of that said, to me, Jafar is just the the more creepy, more cruel, really, really scary individual. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Jafar, and I could be on my own on this one, but Time I'm gonna go out. Jafar. Casey's right. There are vultures in the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. They're actually Ooh. they actually look at the hag when she falls off the cliff at the end of the movie. They're like, oh yeah, you're right. So yeah. wait, so she has multiple birds. There you go. Does that just kind of reinforce that birds are the pets for creepy people? <laughs> creepy people. That's a really good call, Kevin. Yeah, birds <laughs> suck, by the way. I hate yeah, them. any of our no, listeners, agreed. If, you agreed. A, if you have a parrot, you're a future villain in the making. But yeah, if you if you have a bird, call in, leave us a voicemail. We want to get to know you better. <laughs> I no, do. we don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have one vote for Jafar. I'll go second because, to be honest, my opinion is easy. I because it all it comes down, I guess, a bit to what your criteria are in your mind for what makes a better villain. I do think that the evil queen maybe is getting some brownie points for being maybe more culturally significant in that it's the oldest film in the, of all of these. But I said in a past one, this is with Maleficent versus Shere Khan, I think that effectiveness is a big part of what I think makes a villain strong. And the evil queen sucks. She fucks up the first kill with the hunter. She fucks up the, with the apple. It's just such a lame plan. Jafar 
for all intents and purposes, gets to where he's going. He gets the, he gets the lamp. He wishes to become the world's best sorcerer. He gets all these sick powers. And then eventually his downfall is really that he goes too far and becomes a genie, which opens him to certain limitations that they're able to exploit as a weakness. So really, in a way, Jafar won so hard that it was his weakness. So he's, in my mind, a way more effective villain than the evil queen ever was. And I have to give it to him very easily, a Jafar vote for me. So let's go to Jack. So in the first round, I made it pretty clear that I would burn Jafar to the ground here when he took out Monstro. Um, and I and I played a role in that. But I should have just gone with my first gut instinct on the, it's on the, it's your fault. On the tiebreaker. So yeah, I, I, I killed Monstro myself. I'm basically Captain Ahab. I'm a <laughs> I think in this round, this is such an easier matchup for him. This is not even close when you're talking about villains. Jafar crushes the evil queen. She is, or he is, a snake. He turns (laughs) into a snake at the end of the movie. You can't get any worse than a snake. Uh, well, maybe you can uh, against his next opponent here because he's about Jack, to- Jack, can I ask you a question? Do you, like, do you like villains that turn into things? This might surprise a lot of people, but I like villains that turn into things. Uh, <laughs> he turns into a snake. Uh, and, and I guess with my vote here, that moves him ahead and sets up what I think. I think we nailed the final four, by the way. And uh, I'll let Kevin talk about Jafar a little bit more. Yeah, we're going to make this a clean sweep for Jafar. He is such a smooth political operator. Like, he doesn't, he, in the end, he wins through brute force and just going, you know, and just mm-hmm. getting a palace coup. But he's always positioning himself to be right there at all times, just manipulating the old Sultan and kind of lusting after Jasmine, who, by the way, was uh, far, far, far younger than him, which was kind of creepy. Uh, if you say that, I've been burned in the past for saying this thing. <laughs> so I'm not going to say anything on that. So yeah, Kevin, watch attraction. yourself. I am. And so Jafar wins this hands down. I like the take um, that you had about Jafar wins so hard it becomes his main flaw. And that's Pretty exactly much. what happens. He becomes a genie, then he becomes bonded in servitude by those gold cuffs and mm-hmm. is stuck in the lamp. So uh, he is the better villain here. And I got to disagree. I think it was with Casey. I actually kind of like the live action remake of Aladdin. I am with you on that. Kevin, we watched that together in San Diego, if you recall. It was not that bad. Well, so, but the reason why I liked Will Smith as the genie. I I think it's one of the better live action remakes. Yeah. There was a moment, and you'll remember, I, I objected to one of the songs that I believe they added in. I know why they added it, and I won't go onto a rant on the pod here about that, but I liked Will rant Smith time. as the genie. I think he did a good job. He was fine. Yeah, so let, let me clarify. Like I, I, too, liked Will Smith as a genie, and I know he had to be distinctly different, right? He couldn't be what Robin Williams was. I don't think anyone could be what Robin's, Robin Williams was. Mm. I, I, I just... I. I guess you're it comes back to fighting nostalgia here, right? You're fighting I mean, nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. I mean, That's a really I mean, good point. I mean, That's Casey, really point. let me help you. It's still a pale shadow compared to the animated version, yeah, but it yeah, was yeah, probably yeah. the least offensive live-action adaptation out of these movies. In my I don't opinion. disagree with that. I said, yeah, that, those are all well, fair. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Fair. I agree I, on I still on absolutely all the above. the animated movie huge time. Like Robin Williams is the OG yeah. genie, no question. Oh. Uh. God, what a just a G. It's like a perfect. He is casting. an absolute G. It's, and it's, G. I mean, it, they're, they're they're classics for a reason. They're hard to beat. Just yeah. trying to make yeah. more money on them by putting these live actions out. They're always a pale shadow. That's the best they're ever going to be. But people go see them. They make money. That's why they keep making them. Yep. 
Stop watching them, everybody. Maybe Mulan will be the nail in the coffin we've been waiting for. It won't. They're doing Little Mermaid next. God damn it. Yeah, I yes, heard that. When does that come out? Played by? Uh, Queen Latifah. Who? Melissa McCarthy. Oh, God, I'm so out. No. Oh, man. There's nothing menacing about her besides nothing. that she is fat. She's oh, trash. and Ariel's going to be played by a black girl. I did see that, actually. I remember that. Yeah. That, when, does, when does that? That, fine, that I don't. Fine. That I don't care. Melissa McCarthy, horrible casting choice. I, like her being fat she's is not, not enough. She's a she's hilarious, but that's a yeah. She's not a bad actress, but she's not good at being serious or especially well, menacing. No, so, no exactly. So, so she does angry well, but I don't really believe that she's yeah. actually angry. Oof. She does it with a lot of uh, enthusiasm, like when she played um, Sean Spicer on SNL years and years ago. At this point, <laughs> yeah, great. Like that was super great. angry. Yeah performance but different kind of anger in my mind right exactly it's, it's clearly pantomime anger and that was that's where she works as a serious villain i don't know that i believe it we'll see when does that come out does anybody recall uh, i think it's i think covid threw it for a loop who yeah. knows <laughs> who knows when any movies are gonna come out i'm still waiting for that dune movie to come out from dennis villain i am supposed to get a conjuring three this september that ain't gonna friggin' happen <laughs> and it's based on connecticut murder Oh, finally, more Conjuring movies. Thank God. Also, can we good. can we take a quick side note? Yes. Borat 2 has been secretly <laughs> filmed. Did you guys I, see I, that? I did see that. Let's go. I cannot wait. Totally not related to any sort of Disney whatsoever. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, you crazy. But bastard. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, what yeah. a fucking genius. <laughs> genius. <laughs> Matt, you uh, you mentioned Dune, so I have to ask. Did you see the new trailer this week? <sighs> Did I ever? I am excited. I, I am. Honest. As, as I saw a comment on the internet that said, the hype must flow, and it is flowing right now. He's, he's, um, he's, he's one of my favorite directors out there right now. I love Blade Runner 2049. Oh, baby. He does a good job. Uh, South Park did a, a, a Dune parody episode, too, that featured Tom Brady. So That's right. Go watch it at some point. The yeah. Spice, Spice Melange. The Spice Melange. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm way into Dune, so I'm very excited for a, a new Dune adaptation. Like it's about goddamn time. Well, it's one of the most unadaptable movies ever. So it's a huge <laughs> yeah, challenge. I, I, I say this to Mr. Vill- I can't pronounce the last name. Valenvenu. Good luck. That's a tough franchise. Okay. So again, with that, Jafar will um, move into the next round with a four nothing sweep. And before we move on with the next round, I believe we have a couple of beer check-ins. I'll go first. I finished Cinemonster and I'll be moving on to probably my last beer of the night. It's a beer I've had before, but I have not checked in on the podcast, I believe, so I wanted to do it at some point. It is from Decadent Ales and Mamoranic, I believe is how it's pronounced, New York. I do struggle with town names in that state. It's from Decadent Ales, which is a great brewery, makes some really interesting kind of out there beers. And this one is called their Orange Gushier, which is they're claiming the gushier version of their Orange Gusher, which is like a very super orangey as orange puree um, IPA. This one's the triple variant of the double um, high ABV. So I probably shouldn't be drinking it on a weekday, but it's a great beer. If you ever get your hands on it, a near five, in my opinion. Um, well, let's go to Jack. I believe you've got a beer. I sure do. This is a, actually one of my favorite breweries in North Carolina. It's deep river brewing. It's out in Clayton, which is mm. just outside of Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is called saved by the brew. The can art looks just like the saved by the bell logo. <laughs> awesome. Jack Morris, one of TV's greatest roles. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a brown ale. So if you're a coffee lover, uh, mm-hmm. they work with the uh, Raleigh coffee company on this yeah. one. 
Uh, so it's pretty good. And its slogan is hashtag wake up buzzed. Uh, yes, please. Can and will do. Surprised you mentioned uh, Saved by the Bell and didn't go um, Tiffany Thyssen as Kellyanne Kapowski. My God. Yeah, first crush for sure. No question. All right, and for our third check-in, we've got Casey. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm, again, sticking with this Good River beer. I think one of the things I ran into when I picked up my selection today was that I've had a lot of the beer uh, where you can mix and match your own six-pack. So... I'm really trying to find the beer that I haven't had. And I think very, very soon, I'm either going to have to choose a different store to you know, get a variance of, of options, or I'm going to have to start going outside of the state of Colorado. You saw it earlier with my Bend, Oregon selection. There you go. But I did find this, and I, I hadn't had all three of the ones I found for Good River Beer. Uh, it is located here in Colorado, out of Denver. Uh, this is a Belgian-style golden ale. The name is Foo Fighter. And I mean, I, I have to give it to them. I like their names. I think that's uh, this a band. One's, oh, is it? Huh. Uh, <laughs> this is their little slogan on the back is a force of nature. Again, very high for an ale. 8.9% alcohol by volume. Well, good so, night, Casey. See you later. Good night, me. Uh, I don't care that it's a Thursday. I'm going after it. You know what I mean? I'm about to say, I think the three beers I've had, um, let's see, I've got a seven and a half, a um, stout, a nine and a half. Excellent. Yeah, I'm going to really love tomorrow. And the third beer, I believe, is a 10 plus. Yeah, 10.1. Oh, great. I need to get some lighter beers, boys. Okay, so we're going to move down um, to our next round, which will be Scar against Ursula and then Maleficent against Jafar. So it looks like our top four seeds, maybe predictably, are all fighting each other in the end of this bracket. And I do think it's a good idea because they are some of the best Disney villains out there. So let's start with Scar from the Lion King against Ursula from the Little Mermaid. It's a tough matchup. Let's start with Kevin. I mean, what was Lion King supposed to be? Hamlet with lions? Isn't that how it was built? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so I don't know much about Hamlet, but I do know a lot about the Lion King. <laughs> and the Lion King is probably, well, can't call this a fact. In my opinion, it is the best animated Disney movie. It's the best movie on this bracket. Scar is the best villain. It has the best plot line. It has the best characters. It has the best voice actors. By the way, guys, go ahead and Google Jeremy Irons. He's the guy who mm. voiced Scar. And look at him. And don't tell me you see Scar's face in Jeremy Irons' face. It just has like the sunken dark eyes. Kind of has bushy eyebrows that are vaguely reminiscent of Scar. Oh, he's got a everything. he's got a scary looking. He does he is kind of scary looking. He kind of does look like Scar. Like he kind of fits. He is a great villain. He was voiced by a great actor. This is just a pure Homer vote for me. Scar all the way. All right. Strong vote for Scar. Let's move on to Casey. I wanted to look up what other characters Jeremy Irons was playing because I feel like he's played a couple other villains in Mm. movies. I'm not 100% sure on that. So I will let someone else find that. One of our listeners, maybe shoot me just an email (laughs) or a phone call, voicemail. Let's go. I'm in full agreement with Kevin on this one. Ursula is a, a bad mamma jamma. She really, really is. She transforms or at least grows. Uh, she's got, like we talked about the eels. Those are scary little bastards. But Lion King, the original, is a fucking classic. It's a heavyweight. And Scar is that villain. Scar is the villain that you know. If you mention Disney villains, he's, he's a top two right out of the gate. Without... You know, without putting any 
uh, other constrictions or anything like that on it. He is, he's the one. And he's probably the most scary animal villain in the Disney universe. And I guess Ursula is a, an animal. She's like an octopus. Well, she's an octopus because like Jack said earlier, mm. she doesn't have eight tentacles. So, you know, Disney messed up on that one. Um, <laughs> but for me, Scar is it, man. He killed the, the king of the jungle in, in Mufasa. He banishes his nephew. And if, if it wasn't for Nala, he would have stayed there. He would have stayed a, a herbivore and only eaten bugs. All right. So really, <laughs> Nala is the savior of the, uh, of the jungle. Uh, Casey, uh, by the way, bugs are not plants, so he would not have been an herbivore eating bugs. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair point. <laughs> fair point. Touche. <laughs> All right. Well, he would have stayed a bug eating lion. Bug eating uh, bitch. Which doesn't make sense. But. Scar is the reason behind that. And I agree with some of the statements earlier in the bracket. He does kind of die kind of weirdly, but also kind of, I guess, like rightfully, like he gets killed by his little minions. So Scar wins. Let's put Scar in the final. Let's go. I, I will say this, and I might be stepping on some points that some of our later listeners might make. I do apologize, guys, but I didn't understand Scar's end game like once he became king then what he just kind of like <laughs> fucked over the entire kingdom and he had no real plan and then the, everyone was starving i mean i scar was a great villain but i'm also just a little curious about like <laughs> scar, what does scar look like if simba never came back they'd all die i want to hear about scar. Rock would what is what is scar's ruling strategy i need a political analysis here okay and with that we have two votes for scar and we will move on to Jack. Yeah, there's a reason why he's the number one seed. Like I said earlier, when you think Disney villain, you think Scar. I think we've made several good points for Ursula. Like she absolutely belongs in this uh, matchup. Um, I think, you know, like <laughs> I've talked about a lot. I like how she turns into like a giant, like sea creature slash, slash witch. Um, at the end there, it's pretty intimidating. It's pretty scary. I think when you're thinking about Disney villains and, you know, you're watching it as a kid, you're, you know, the one who scares you the most is going to be the best villain. And for that, I am going to go with Ursula here. Ooh. I think Ursula is a better and scarier villain than Scar. I think Kevin brought up a good point. Scar just let the king to go to shit. Why would you want to live in an area in that environment? It's like it, it doesn't benefit you. Like you're living <laughs> in trash. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll go a little different here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ursula and and, and let Matt kind of be the deciding factor here. I was worried that I kind of hurt my own case with Scar there, but Ursula also never really succeeded. So like we never got to see post like Ascension Ursula. What does that look like? So who knows. <laughs> Maybe she would have been a great ruler. Who knows? <laughs> to be honest, I thought I was going to be on the way Jack was going. I thought I was going to be on a lone rock with Ursula. I think Scar is a great villain. He's absolutely one of the best. You know, the way he takes down Mufasa and he banishes Simba. I mean, he is just cold to the core. He's a badass. But I, I do think when it came down to it at the end, he showed he was a little bit of a, you know, I'm going to use this word. With cats, not men as a joke, but he was a little bit of a pussy when he had to actually fight Simba. And so the plan eventually was unfoiled by his ability to have just a fight with one guy. You know, what was the plan there? He like, like Exactly like Kevin was saying and Jack pointed out, it seems like it started strong. And when it got to the end, Scar lost some of his edge. Ursula, I thought the whole movie was pretty much on point. You know, taking the voice, 
manipulating Ariel in a really effective way in order to get the trident. She gets the trident. She gets all these powers. It's just the reason she goes down is they take this like extreme kind of last ditch effort and again, ram a ship through her chest. I don't think she saw that coming. And to be honest, I found her more threatening, more menacing throughout the movie, you know, the magical powers and uh, scars just a little more, I guess, maybe straightforward in that way. So to be honest, I like Ursula better. So I'm going to make this a tie and vote for Ursula. So now it comes down to a tiebreaker. I'll take Ursula. Who wants Scar? Let Casey take Scar. Kevin picks one of my beers. All right, let's go. Yep. All right. And I have one ready. Ooh, nice. This, I'll I'll say it out. And if you want to call bullshit, we'll call bullshit. This is from the old Mecklenburg Brewery. Mm -hmm. And it might have been checked in while we were all together. I remember the Mecklenburg. I don't remember but, what his ratings were. If you think this is not good, we'll go down a different path and I'll pick another beer. No, but we're good. We were all together for this, I'm pretty sure. The beer is Captain James Jack Pilsner. I just shortened it to Captain Jack Pilsner because this is Jack's beer here. And so as, a, as a North Carolina resident, that is what we all call it, is Captain Jack. Exactly. Three. Uh, Casey, well, I'm, I'm, I'm laying my glove down. Wow. Matt, sort of. Um, I'm going to go <laughs> three, two, five. God damn it. God damn it. No. And Casey nailed it. Well, it was three, two, five. Oh, oh so close. Three, two, five. God damn it. There's no advantage of going first. <laughs> you have to stick the landing if you go first. You well, when, when Jack out. said Pilsner, he, he kind of shit on Pilsners very briefly earlier. So it's like, <laughs> maybe it's a little. You're long. never going to see a Pilsner get out of the threes from me. Yeah, That's fair. I agree. That's uh, fair. Same, It'll really be same. below a three, too, so. All right, so Scar wins the tiebreaker, moving him on to the I final hate, round. I've never won one of these tiebreakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, my, the only one I cared about was Monstro, so I'm already dead inside. So let's move on to... Well, bury Jimmy's. me with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to the next round, which will be Maleficent against Jafar, our two and three seeds going head-to-head. I'll go first on this one because I went last. I tend to kind of go reverse order. So Maleficent against Jafar. To me, I am a big simp for Maleficent. I think she is like an excellent, like it's like the most quintessential embodiment of evil in the Disney franchise. Just the fuck you appearance, cursing a child, like a baby, bursting into flames, disappearing. You know, she has all those like orcish minions. She turns into a fucking dragon. She's throwing lightning everywhere. Maleficent is very menacing and the way the designer with all the very big pointed horns and sharp black edges, very cool looking. Obviously that story is a little bit simpler than Aladdin. And she really, again, I think she gets defeated from a little bit of bullshit, but Maleficent is super badass. Whereas Jafar takes a little bit of time to get going. He's kind of defeated by his own hubris. He is a great villain, I do think, but I just think Maleficent, I think evil, man, it's Maleficent all the way. Let's go, Maleficent. Let's move on to Casey. Yeah, so I know I've really, really hit Aladdin out of the park. And I do like Aladdin. Don't get me wrong. It is the nostalgia of it, like we've mentioned prior. And Jafar is a scary bastard. I mean, I don't think we can disagree with that at all. Not for the simp part that Matt is with Mm. Maleficent, but... Oh, baby. He scares a... She's scary. She is absolutely scary. And if she is 
the the scary godmother, if that is part of it, even though it's not said in the actual movie itself, if that's really her her background, that kind of scares me from my godmother. Um, <laughs> I love my godmother. I don't think she is the 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 cunning, scary, mm. uh, as maleficent. At least I hope not. Kim, please don't kill me. Um, Who knows? <laughs> But I'm going to go with Maleficent on this one, boys. She is scary. And in fact, going to like what Jack likes to point out, she transforms into a fucking dragon. And there ain't nothing better than dragons. I'm sorry. <laughs> Game of Thrones, let's go. The Queen of Dragons, like, come on. Who doesn't want a dragon? So if only I would have known about Game of Thrones when I was a kid, uh, it would have been awesome. That, All the dragons here. in the world. <laughs> You're weakening your argument, Casey. Stop. Uh no, that are you kidding me? Game of Thrones? That's Don't fantastic. Have, oh. Yeah, Casey, um, you were on that side. I think you're awaking a sleeping giant on the other side. <laughs> Yeah, well, or, we all knew Matt was dragon. A, I don't know. Jafar no. sounded pretty good all of a sudden. Matt Matt already made his choice. So <laughs> oh, I've, switched, I've swapped choices. Welcome uh, to Pizza Hut. No, but in, in all reality, she is scary. And even the new version of Maleficent with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. I really want to know if that is true. Was it Kevin or Matt that said? I said that one, yeah. Matt, if she really did kick an actress off of that's the, what, the that's movie. That's my roommate that said. Is, that is the most Maleficent thing <laughs> I've ever heard of in my entire life. That is so apropos. It would all be right, amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling but this while Kevin talks. Yeah. All right. But Maleficent goes on. Maleficent moves. All right. Let's go to Jack. Yeah, this is a absolute bloodbath uh maleficent just put her in like jafar you turn into a snake cool you're not as cool as a dragon <laughs> and like matt said forest full of thorns she puts spells on people uh, yeah it, it made me afraid of uh, uh spinning wheels or whatever those things are with the little needles. You prick <laughs> your finger and you go asleep for the rest of your life actually right now that sounds pretty good but that being that being said in disney world maleficent terrifying put her in Set up a, an absolute gauntlet of a final. Let's go. Gauntlet. All right, Kevin, it's up to you. By which I mean, there's already three for Maleficent. Go ahead. Oh, it's going to be four for Maleficent. I mean, <laughs> all right, I like you. You're one of the more stylish villains. Let's go. I'm surprised by this. But no, 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 no. To the point of she can turn into a dragon. All right. <laughs> Jafar needed to be a genie to match the dragon. But being a genie proved out to be his downfall. He has no way to match being a dragon so maleficent wins this this is an easy one i mean could maleficent have beaten jafar as a genie i guess if she wasn't aware of the genie weakness probably not but then someone would have to be making the wishes right right Hmm. true double-edged sword on that one all right so maleficent will move forward over jafar bringing us to our final matchup scar from the lion king against Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Apparently, our seeding was very accurate. This is the one against the two seed. <laughs> Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I do think, you know, Monstro could have made it here, but Jack fucked up. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for our final round, Scar against Maleficent, let's start with Kevin. What do you think? <laughs> This is uh, this is actually kind of tough, and I really wish I could flip a coin here. Um, no, I'm really not. I'm really don't. This is an easy one for me. This is Scar. I mean, I only watched Sleeping Beauty a handful of times. Scar, I watched endless. Or not Scar. Sorry, Lion King. I watched endless amount of times, mm-hmm. and that is just a classic movie. I know it's not quite as old as Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. but that is just a better movie. 
with a better cast, with a better story, and a better villain. I understand that he kind of dies poorly, and he has no post-coup uh, ruling plan, but he is still a good, good villain. I mean, imagine I killed Mufasa or throwing Mufasa off the cliff into the wildebeest. I mean, that just broke your heart. So the guy that could do that to me, the villain that could do that to me, the villain who is played by the actor who kind of looks like the villain, <laughs> can do that to me. Scar all the way. Jeremy Irons, that one's for you. Actually, he's still alive. What am I talking about? I was thinking he was dead. It can uh, still be for him, even if he's alive. He's definitely alive. I just I looked it up a couple minutes ago. So I'll go second to provide a counterpoint. So Maleficent is, in my mind, the better villain. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface saying Maleficent's getting my vote. But my problem with Scar, and I feel like it comes down a little bit to my jungle book argument for Sheer Khan. I feel like he had a he was kind of built up. But in his case, he did deliver on some of the threats for things like killing Mufasa, which ultimately is why he'd be a much better villain than Shere Khan. But I feel like when it came down to it, you know, he just kind of gets his butt kicked in a fight with with Simba. You know, if I remember, he throws hot ash in his eyes. He's kind of a bullshit fighter. You know, he, he didn't come off as good in his last moments and then gets torn apart by his minions. I just think Maleficent, through and through, beginning to finish is just badass. It's just there's no the buildup's not even necessary. She's in the first three minutes of the movie. Again, appears in a blaze of flame. Fuck you. Curses the baby. Disappears. You're like, all right, I guess that's Maleficent's deal. And it just doesn't really go down from that point. It's just evil. The whole movie. Again, she loses the same as you know Scar does. I you know it, it, it's just a direct fight. She does not succeed in that fight. Unfortunately, I think she got robbed a bit. But that's opinion. But between the two, I just think Maleficent is just the the body. It's just much more of a pure, just kind of Disney evil. She just embra- really embraces a villain. Kevin, go ahead. So it's, it's like right sheer there. sheer power for you, then, isn't it? Like that's kind of what I like. I like power. power Absolutely. I like- yeah, I get that. I, I would say, I like I would say the trend here. That's why I like Monstro because he's just a unit. I like Ursula because also a unit. Maleficent, dragon, unit. So it's I, I have a, a theme here. Maleficent is low-key a unit, but a unit nonetheless. Scar, not a unit. Matt has a type. Yeah. It's Big a unit. Thick. Scar, not thick. Dragon's kind of thick. Idris Elba. Yes, absolutely. All right. If Idris Elba played Maleficent, we'd be having a different, different talk right now. So my vote goes to Maleficent. Let's move on to Casey. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's the best way I can put that. That is awesome. <laughs> so I was trying to Google some statistics here okay. uh, on how often does a one play a two for the final in like the NCAA tournament and <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. like professional sports. Nothing fucking comes up. Like they give me all these percentages, <laughs> but it makes zero sense to me. It, it could be that I've had, uh, I don't know, three, four beers. That's probably a factor. It probably is a factor. I'm not even going to lie. So I've given up on that. And I'm going purely off of what truly is the scariest of the two. And I get there is a nostalgia factor Mm -hmm. with Scar and Lion King. And I'll be honest. Again, I said this from the beginning. A top two pick for ultimate villain when you say Disney villains scars up there top two but he is up there with Maleficent as a top two pick I'll be honest I think that she is scary and we've talked about it before the fact that she transforms into a fucking dragon is scary now it's like two different things right like we've got the the evil whatever godmother whatever she is transforms Mm -hmm. And you've got the ultimate 
scary animal villain. So it's like two different, like uh, 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 you have the fairy tale, and then you've got the the animal side of the kingdom mm. for Disney. And Scar is that guy, right? Right. Scar does his dirty work for the most part. He has a little bit of the hyenas do some things with Simba, you know, when he's a kid. And but I think that's all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think that's part of the plan. It's kind of the mystique that oh well, it's the hyenas that are the bad guys. Wrong. It, 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 it's 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 Scar. He killed Mufasa. But nonetheless, I'm sorry. Maleficent, to me, she is the scariest villain, the best villain in the Disney kingdom. And I leave this to Jack. Who Jack, who is rubbing his hands together yeah, he's furiously. So I'm afraid I'm, to hear this. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. All right, Jack, it's up to you. We have two for Maleficent, one for Scar. Hold on, boys. I'm going to play, play a little something-something for you. Oh, no. Before the sun sets on her 16th birthday, she shall prick her finger <laughs> on the spindle of a spinning wheel and die. I don't even know the fuck is spinning wheels. It's still scary. Yep. It's not even close. I've, I haven't sugarcoated it the whole time. <laughs> By far the best Disney villain. She wins this. Uh, I will say the live action movie with Angelina, Angelina Jolie sucks ass. It's oh, fun. not good. I All right. hated that movie. I was going in with such <laughs> high hopes. It's so boring. It's so stupid. If you really want to see Maleficent, you watch the Disney animated Sleeping Beauty. That's where you get to see her in her best. She is the goat. She's the best villain. Goat. Watch her turn into a dragon. Watch her curse the baby. Watch her do everything. She wins. Thank God we finally got one of these damn things right. <laughs> it's the best Disney villain. It took us 18 episodes. I uh, I was actually thinking it was going to go this way, so I figured I'd say my bit about Scar. I mean, I Kevin, do, I, I, I don't hate the vote. I really don't. This was a really tough yeah, call. I agree. Kevin, I'll echo something you said. I think Lion King is by far the better movie. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I much, I I much prefer <laughs> no, Lion King over Sleeping Beauty. Nah, just, I fucking watch, love Maleficent. No. Watch it again. No. No? All right. It's coming up soon. I, I've got it's a few movies. I love Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. It's great. Lion King is Lion King's a great movie, too. Like, it, it, again, it's, it's Sophie's Choice. Beauty which which just, 20? Sleeping Beauty is just too similar to Cinderella and Snow no, White. No, no. It's not it's even similar. close to Cinderella. Oh, I don't think Snow it is. White, yeah, Snow White, Snow White, I know. It's right, very different than Cinderella. Hold on. Let's talk a little trivia right now, real quick. Sleeping Beauty was such a box office failure that it almost bankrupted Disney and ended that company, and then 101 Dalmatians saved it. It was not a well-received movie at the time. That's because so, they had no taste in those times. The fa- that, that, that's why they didn't do a fairy tale movie for a long time after Sleeping Beauty. Again, it's oh, it's weird that let's say it's a bad movie. Disneyland. I'm pretty sure the castle is is Sleeping Beauty's castle. I, I believe Disney. that's correct. He is correct Orlando, on that I think one. Orlando he is, is Cinderella. correct on that one. So it did something right. <laughs> well, I mean, their image is always the fairy tale stuff at this point, right? It's, well, if we want to <laughs> talk about Disney rides. <laughs> and these movies, that's a whole different argument. Oh, oh man, can oh, we do that bracket sometime soon? We should do that at some point. And it's going to be hard because <laughs> we have Disneyland and Disney I haven't World. been to Disney World since I was seven. Disney World, here we come. Okay, now I'm Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm so I excited. I've never been to I'm Disney so World. We'll excited. See. Yes, yeah, I've, never been, I've never been to Disneyland. If this doesn't happen, I'm going to cry. Because this, yes, offsite. Either one. I'm good we'll just with drink around Epcot one. and talk about Disney shit. Disney sponsor us. Walt Disney, if you're listening and you are from Beyond the Grave, give from us money. Beyond the Grave in the Haunted Mansion. Shout out Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Great little ride. 
I have been to, I have been to Zero since I was like seven, and the ride I always remember was Space Mountain. I love Space Still Mountain. Still awesome. Oh, I just awesome. Ca- I wanted awesome. to go on it over awesome. and over and over. And my and mom the, um, hates roller coasters. My dad got sick, and I was like, "Let's keep going on Space Mountain." I love yeah. the, Indiana, um, the, the Indiana Jones one. The Indiana Jones ride is great. I Indiana Jones is awesome. Is that Disney oh, World or Universal? That's Disneyland. They Land. don't have it. Land. That's Land. Land. My area. Oh, That's the original okay. player. Original. Oh, I'm thinking original. of the Mummy. Hold on. I was thinking of the Mummy Returns ride at Universal. Also, That's Universal. awesome. That's an awesome ride. Do you like having your eyebrows singed off by fire that's way too close to you? Let's go, Mummy ride. Let's go. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Fraser can't even save you on that ride. <laughs> It's, it's the scariest fucking ride I could think of. You're like, that fire is way too close to me right now. It's, it is funny. Indiana Jones, not at Disney World. Also, the Matterhorn, not at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Was, uh, was there Star a Tours classic, at Disney World? Star Tours is at Disney World, yeah. And uh, I know it's old, but 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was out there as well. This was this It is, was. It's gone. It's gone from Disneyland as well. I know Disneyland dumped Tower of Terror, but uh, Disney World still has it. I remember, I remember Tower of Terror. Well, didn't Disneyland dump it for something else? Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Which is coming to Disney World, too, but it's going to Epcot. But that's the thing. Like, Disney World is, has so much more land. So they can much do bigger. so oh, much more. Mark. You know, I, and so I think that, it, again, it comes back to the nostalgia thing. Like, if you are uh, an originalist or you're into the nostalgia thing, <laughs> you're going to go to Disneyland because it you know, is the. Yeah, I made that up. I don't yeah. know. Um, uh, drunk words are my favorite. I'm, I'm a I'm a bit of an originalist. Oh, yeah, originalist. Uh, if you're an establishment, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, you're gonna go to Di- you're gonna go to Disneyland because it's originally Exactly. But you're gonna go to Disneyland. But if you're into the pure entertainment, and if you're really into the drinking. Yes. Then I go to Disney World. Yeah, because you really can't drink at Disneyland. There's only like you can, one or two can't. places, right? You can only, there's only one place in the actual hmm. park at yeah, Disneyland. It's an invite only drink. club it, that's over by Pirates it, of the Caribbean. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the cafe kind of thing. Yeah. But you that's can drink awesome. at California Adventure. I do. I do. California Adventure's go. got all the beer and alcohol that you can consume. However, mm. Disney World. It's got it all over. I do want to go. You can can drink around the world at Epcot, right? I want to go to Disney World one more time being an adult. I've only been there as a child. It's awesome. I think the people that go there every year are fucking weird, but I would like to to go there as an adult once. So it'll probably happen someday. It's awesome. And then just get trashed. It's so fun. When uh, when Stay at the resort. Yeah. So I want to go back to Cape Canaveral. That's uh, nearby. Yeah, Cape Canaveral's awesome. That's a hell of a ride. Yeah, if you can get on one of those rockets, <laughs> take you right to the moon. Or just stay at Disney and do Mission Space, because that's nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, we will conclude the Disney Villains bracket. Maleficent takes it over Scar from the Lion King in the final round to take the entire bracket. Well done, Maleficent. I knew you had it in you. So that'll end our bracket for this week. We appreciate you sticking with us. We know it's a bit of a long one, but there were so many good villains. We had to talk about them, except for maybe... Queen Hearts. Sorry, Queen Hearts. So from there, we will move into our final sections. We have our best beer of the cast. We go host by host, and they tell us, what was your best beer? Let's start with Jack. Yeah, this was a tough one for me because none of the beers that I had were really great. I usually always have one's heads and shoulders above of, above the rest of them. This one, I guess I'll have to go with. Honestly, the best one I had tonight was the Copper Line Amber Ale from uh, Carolina Brewery. That's 
Yikes, that's saying something, but today <laughs> that, that is was the best that I had. <laughs> <laughs> that is a large yikes. Okay, I'll go next. Between my three, uh, the not my beer I forgot from Fat Orange Cat, I actually had had in the past. It was a New England IPA. Pretty good. I gave it a four. It's, I would say, on the above average edge for, uh, above average edge for a New England IPA. The Cinnamonsta, also very good. A little too sweet for me. So my winner is going to be the Orange Gush here from Decadent Ales. It is a really supreme triple IPA, but you really got to like orange flavor. I will warn you, audience. A lot of orange in that one. Let's go to Kevin. Yeah, listeners, for me, I only had two beers tonight. They're in this long pot uh, early morning tomorrow, but Yacht Rock from South Park Brewing Co., a hazy IPA, took it for me, 4.0 on the uh, untapped scale. Really good, really good hazy IPA. And a lot of these can get the hop balance wrong, but they nailed it. Nice. Casey? Yeah, this one's tough for me. I'm going through my untapped, just kind of looking at my notes and my scores. And, oh, man, a tough one. But I think there is the winner. And uh, it is the Fruit Cup Sour Ale from Bend Brewing Company uh, in Bend, Oregon. So that's going to be my best beer of the cast. Bend, Oregon. Shout out. Um, And then with that, we'll move on to our last call of the cast before we all take our well-deserved rest after this one. Let's go host by host. One final comment, challenge, question, whatever you want. Let's go to Jack first. Yeah, I'm happy to start this one. This was probably my favorite uh, bracket that we've done. I freaking (laughs) love Disney. And I'm like, we talk about the movies. Let me just take a second to talk about Disney Channel as us growing up. (laughs) <laughs> Just shout out a couple of shows here. The famous Jet Jackson, Boy Meets World, Lizzie McGuire, <laughs> uh, Smart Guy, Sister, Sister, uh, The Jersey. Just the best shows. Shout out Disney. Awesome job. Disney, you're crushing it, as we can see by your year-over-year extraordinary profits that you post. Maybe not this year since movies are dead. I'll go next. My last call is a um, rest in peace for Monster of the Whale from Pinocchio. I think he got done a bit dirty. Uh, I think he got seated very low and was up against Jafar. Again, um, you are an absolute certified counterpoints unit of the cast. Huge, chunky, thick boy. (laughs) Absolutely tough to beat. Goddamn, what a fucking force of nature. I loved Monstro watching Pinocchio. Otherwise, I'm sorry to say this, Jack. I really did not like Pinocchio. Otherwise, I just really liked Monstro. You're right. Pinocchio is a great movie, and I I just want to apologize to Monstro, my Monstro myself. I I definitely played a role in your death. I I should have just gone with my gut and just just, just nope. went ahead and made the guess and got it right, and you would have lived. And I think you would have lived pretty far, my friend. R.I.P. in that great ocean in the sky. I think Monstro would have been beaten by Maleficent in the second to last round, probably. I think I think he would have taken it over Evil Queen. I agree. Now. I, one quick uh, question as a fellow Monstro fan. Um, the Monstro, did the Disney wiki says Monstro is presumably died after smashing his head into the cliff trying to chase Pinocchio. Do you agree with that? I don't. I don't. I, they didn't show the dead whale. Uh, yeah. I think he just went back out to the oceans. He said, screw it. This is stupid. It's shallow water. I don't yeah. need this. It's a like, cricket and a, <laughs> and a wooden toy. I don't need this. <laughs> like... Disney Wiki, I, I'd like, if you're listening to this, uh, Disney Wiki moderators, change that. Monstro did not fucking die. If anything, the cliff died. Kevin, also, go ahead. <laughs> good character in Kingdom Hearts, by the way. <laughs> 
Wow, that's a game I never would have thought I heard you reference. <laughs> that is a hell of a reference right Wow. There. All right, Kingdom Hearts fans still haven't played three, and I don't know if I plan to. Kevin, go ahead. So I know the previous two hosts think it was a travesty that we, uh, that we eliminated Monstro early. Let's talk about a real travesty, all right? Again, I don't think Monstro should have been on this bracket, but someone who did that we left off is the Hunter from Bambi, all right? How did we omit one of the worst villains on the entire possible roster of Disney villains? He shoots Bambi's mother. He's, he's one of the worst. He's got to eat, Kevin. Who said is he's he, a villain? Is he seen, yeah. though? He's yeah, never, he's seen. No, no, never no. seen. Matt, Matt, Monstro has to eat, too. I mean, if we want to talk about his monster secretly the protagonist in Pinocchio, I'll have that conversation. Are you also saying that the hunter in Bambi is the hero? All right. I want to talk about Bambi for a second. If the mother very openly says early on that the meadow is dangerous and they need to watch out, why do the, the deer are sentient and no hunters and guns exist? Why the fuck are you eating grass in the meadow? Stay in the woods. Bambi's mom deserved it. Hashtag fuck Bambi. Well, it's confirmed. Why, Bambi why, is the child left behind. Why did, why did a wooden puppet get on a raft and go out to sea? Come on. We're, we're, <laughs> we, can't bring, we can't bring logic into this. He didn't get on a raft. He walked under the ocean with his donkey ears, and Jiminy Cricket could breathe underwater, apparently. Kevin, keep up. Jiminy oh, Cricket sorry, is right, a fucking right, legend. Right. We don't Cricket's talk really about him in a negative right. tone at all. <laughs> we shall not take his name in vain. <laughs> all right, so listeners, my, my, my comment, my last call is that the hunter from Bambi should have been on this. Um, I don't understand my fellow host's infatuation with Monstro. I guess I don't have the same respect for units. Um, Unit. I'm using that right? As, uh, as Matt here does, but hey, you know, the result is, is what it is. Um, Maleficent, good villain. I agree with the results in the end. I think we also had to eliminate, uh, was it Claude Diavolo, whoever the name of the priest was from Hunchback of Notre Dame, who I think... Maybe you should have been on over King John or Queen of Hearts personally. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for putting a priest on the bad guy list. So, yeah, go for it. So, if you ever, listeners, go listen to the song Hellfire from Hunchback and Notre Dame. I think it's the best Disney villain song of all time. Casey, go ahead. I, I, I'm stunned here <laughs> on a couple things. Go ahead. One, Jack, I think it was Jack's statement of Bambi is the child left behind. <laughs> Come on, that didn't get enough reaction out of you boys. I died inside. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is the greatest statement come to Disney. Like, I honestly, that is fucking fantastic. However, for my last call, Kevin kind of stole a little bit. Hmm. But I'm looking at a list here. It's uh, screencrush.com. Okay. And it rates the uh, top 20 Disney villains. Okay. And I would like to point out that we fucking crushed it, first off. Their top three, three is Scar. Yep. I believe he would finish as the two seed. And Maleficent is the technically their two, their second okay. place, only done out by the man from Bambi. So, like, that's what I was going to say. Their number one is the man from Bambi? Yeah, so Kevin kind of stole <laughs> my thunder there a little bit. However, Bullshit. I did want to point out one thing from this list. Gaston made it to four. Yeah, what's up, baby? What's up? But that's not what I want to point out. Said the Chad. Gaston is an absolute fucking Chad. He should have been a higher that's seed. Not, wait, wait, wait. That's not <laughs> what I want to point out. That's not what I want to point out. Unit. Matt, Jack. Unit. Monstro is not even the top villain from Pinocchio. Who would, 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 it be, would it be Stromboli? At the five seed, according to this, greencrush.com, the hey, coachman, the coachman from Pinocchio 
is a better villain. The coachman? Who the fuck wrote this article? Are you shitting me? I'm just saying. Get out of here. Monstro is the villain. Monstro would destroy the coachman on land or is Geppetto the villain? Ooh, see, why, why oh, did he go see now, now we're getting philosophical. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's an actual child. Yeah. Do you have dementia? <laughs> I'm just saying that according to this, they say the coachman is a top five villain in the Disney universe. Uh, hi, if you, if you uh, wrote that screen crush article um, and you listen to this podcast, can you please stop? Don't write any more articles. Thank you. They also put Ursula's a six at Good. seven is Frollo, Froyo. From the Hunchback, which we just yep. mentioned. Froyo. Froyo. Yep. <laughs> Froyo. Yeah, the frozen yogurt guy. Yeah, we know. Well, technically, it, it, no, it's got to be that because it's Spanish and a double L is a Y sounding. So, fuck you guys. <laughs> is that what? Uh, I thought it was French. I, wouldn't it be French? I have no yes, idea. Where's, where, I have where's no idea. Spanish. I got I'm pretty no sure, idea. I'm pretty oh, sure that. Oh, God. I'm making shit up to down last year. I'm pretty sure it's France. It is. It, it is. But I'm just trying to make shit up to support my argument. No, I do that. And then, and then their number eight is Doctor. I don't even know. But it's, it's a guy from Princess and the Frog, right? Yeah, exactly. That yeah, does that well. Guy. We didn't entertain those movies on this bracket. I, I that was like two. I'm new. just saying. And Hades is nine, and the, to round out the top ten is Cruella Deville. So, okay. with my last call, I would just like to say we we did pretty good. We did pretty good, but I would also like to point out that your Monstros didn't even make the the top Monstro. Don't 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 just just move on, Matt. Didn't didn't make the top villain in that movie. So yeah. fun that fact. List, yeah, that list listen to Coachman. Like we're not paying attention to it. The Hunter was number one. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> oh no no the, the hunter is genuinely a villain that should have been mentioned on the list Ambie's mom deserved everything that happened to her i'll say it right now <laughs> and why didn't donkey or pinocchio what didn't he walk down to where the whale lives yeah he walked under the water trying to save his stupid save ass dad you. who got swallowed exactly. by the whale and jiminy gotta let it go who could, who could breathe underwater again confused by that can crickets breathe underwater listeners uh send us a voice uh that cricket can <laughs> yes, he is magic, I assume. Who the fuck knows? By the way, doesn't well, the whale figaro's also, in there too? The whale also sleeps in the bottom of the ocean, like with bubbles coming out, which kind of is it as it exhaling? It's not breathing, right? Whales, whales don't breathe underwater. No, they just they come it, out of the water and then also the scar though, talks. I'm pretty sure lions don't talk. Let's move. Oh, God. All right, guys. God, I'm gonna have a, Jack cut. got me. And got me Jack. Here we go. I don't think any of these movies actually happen. We're gonna shit on Pinocchio. I'm gonna throw everything back at you. I can. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty to throw back. With the last calls out of the way, we'll move to the plug part of the podcast. Of course, we have social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter um, at Counterpine, C-O-U-N-T-E-R-P-I-N-T-S. Check them both out and give us a follow. We love likes, any sort of attention. We need it. We crave it. We also have our voicemail system at 224 Chime in with the voicemail. We'll read it on future casts if it's not overly offensive. That'll do it for our episode 18 Disney villain bracket. Again, Maleficent was the winner. Tune in next week for whatever stupid topic we could think of next. And until then, stay frosty, my friends. 